Minneapolis 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Hesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. And we're back. Another episode of Minneapolis911.com. I'm L.A. Nick with my co-host, Hesley Ray. How you doing, Hesley? Well... I'm mad, like, first of all, because here's what happened. We finished, we did the show last week. The show was great. I thought we we did a a wonderful show last week. week. Please listen, Minneapolis911.com. You can listen to all our past episodes. Last week was especially good. And I was like, you know, are you going to run for mayor? Are you? And you were like, who's to say that I'm not? And you were all wishy-washy about it. Then... After the show, we drove, like, I drove you to your residence and in, in the car, in my husband's car, yeah. which I drove especially to impress you. It was a nice car, too. Yeah, because my car, like we've said, is falling apart. I asked you privately. I was like, what are you really going to do? And you're like, I don't know. I'm going to flip a coin. The and next. That's what I said. The next day. I am on Facebook. Oh, L.A. Nick tags you on Facebook. I look at it. You're running for freaking mayor. And that was like 12 hours after we talked privately. Did Why didn't you tell me? Because I, I didn't know yet. You really seriously didn't know. I really didn't know. So that was Sunday. And after all the crying that happened this weekend, I sat there and contemplated it. And I was literally in the elections office in City Hall mm-hmm. doing my final paperwork for city council. Because you've been actively running on the city council. Yeah. yeah. Picnic. And I said, I sa- and I said yeah. you know what? Give me a minute. And this was the last hour of registration. Right. Because you had and, to be in by like 4 o'clock yeah, or whatever. And I ran down. And you had woken three, up at 3. At 3.30, mm-hmm. I ran down from City Hall over the government center in the Hennepin County elections office. And I said, I want to amend my paperwork. <laughs> and they, they ran and got it. And I amended it right there. From city council to mayor, Whoa. and I went ran back to city hall. Mm-hmm. Was anyone sweating? Like, was there like a? Oh, I was sweating because they yeah. said now I had to I had to get these papers notarized. They run to my bank. Oh my god! And you have to so to get up rid of all the wackos. They didn't running. have a notary at the Minneapolis city hall, or not one that was accessible. I just well, I had to get and I had yeah. to get I had to bring five hundred cash. Whoa. So I figured I just did. I would just do it while I was at my bank, right. getting notarized, and it was hot that day, so I was running. I had to run mm-hmm. there and run back because I only had, I literally had 20 minutes. Does your hair turn into a curly fro when you run, or like if oh, it's in humid? Oh, okay. in the rain. So I was imagining you turning back, looking no. like, um, I don't know, who's Sinead O'Connor? But I made like, it. Not her. I literally, I, I literally made it with like 15 minutes. I was definitely the last person to register. You know, can I tell you, I was impressed because you, you sent this screenshot out of the actual paper where you, you're running for mayor and then it says, what party are you with? And you correctly spelled independent. And I <laughs> I was floored. It was first I was shocked about you doing the mayor thing for real. Because this whole time, like we started this, you're like, oh, I think I'm going to run for mayor. And I'm like, Puh. yeah, right. And you're running for city council. And I was like, hmm, I don't know. And then you see, you did it. You actually did it. You're running for mayor. Yeah, I'm running and for then, mayor. And 
then that night, the first night I knew about this, I was like, he, holy shit, he spelled independently correctly. And, and then I was like, all these things were going through my head. Then I was like, oh, when he wins, then does this mean that, like, I would have access to the mayor's office? Could I come visit you there? You would. We'll do our podcast live would, from the mayor's office. I'd be like, many, like would Minneapolis... No, see Minneapolis, me in a different light. Minneapolis 911 would be done live from City Hall. It would become like it became because I'm a classic narcissist. It was all about me. Like, how <laughs> is Nick running? But can you imagine going to we, affect if me? If we were that transparent that mm-hmm. we did this show live from City Hall, oh, it'd be great. And told the truth. And told the truth. The and truth. then you'd be like, listen, Minneapolis, this is what happened. Here's what I'm a little worried about. And we'll about. have the police chief on the show every single Sunday. Oh, Rondo, you're going to be there. Rondo, you and I are going to be friends. And every I'm going to stop he's drinking gonna and come, driving. He's going to come on the show and tell us really the truth. And, and everybody's going to come on the show. I love this. We're going to have the housing department and everybody come on and, t- and be totally transparent. You, this is exactly what Minneapolis needs. And so we're, you're telling people right now, so, I mean, you can't take this back. This is going out there. On We're saying this. We're, we're saying vote for Nick, and you have that type of transparency. Oh, by the way, we'll do a, a city show live from City Hall every single Sunday. Without, and and anybody in, can call in. You can yep. talk to the mayor. You can talk to the police chief. And it's going to be it'll be an hour show every week. So awesome. Speaking of calling in, um, I had this idea, and I just literally ran it by you in the two seconds before. So can I tell the audience? Okay. So we have this new segment that is going to be Call Mayor Nick, because I'm already calling him Mayor Nick. I'm assuming he's a shoo-ent. He's going to win. So Call Mayor Nick. We're going to give you the phone number on Facebook. We record Sunday nights. Call this number. You'll be alive. I'm putting air quotes. Call in for us. Ask Nick a question about the city, about anything you want, anything you want to, would want to ask a mayor candidate. Um, the twist is that I, Hesley Ray, the fluffy comedian, will answer the question first. And then, <laughs> then <laughs> mayor I'll give Nick you the real answer. We'll give the real answer. After we're done, you can vote on whose answer you liked best. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so we're going to start that next week. The phone number will be on our Facebooks. We're going to promote it throughout the week. Um, and then next Sunday, when we're recording, please call in. I think it's going to be yeah, a lot I'll, of fun. I'll promote it heavy this week. Okay, I think it's going to be so much yeah, fun. I'll promote it heavy um, this week. So think of your questions, have, or Can our phone lines handle that many calls? They can. Our producer's Our nodding producer, his head. Robert W. Morgan thinks it can, and I believe him. He's never let me down yet. Well, maybe, maybe once. Maybe once or twice. <laughs> I don't know, five or six times. It's not a big deal. Um, okay, so the other thing that I had now that you're officially running, and I'm so excited. I'm, I'm just excited super too. I'm excited. What, it's, it's humbling how many people have come out or supporting me. And uh, it's just weird. Like people that you didn't think that even really liked you. Yeah, we're coming out like <laughs> yay! And for, I, and for and for Tom Bernard to to, to uh, endorse me on KQRS Morning Show was awesome. Awesome, very cool. Yeah, yeah and, I'm, uh, he'll he's gonna have me on like every single week until the election. That is so cool. And, I would love to join you on one of those. So tell tell him to yeah. he'll have me. Um, but I had to tell you when you were on KQ and he endorsed you. Um, one of my old Target co-workers, because you know I worked at Target downtown for a long time. Um, she she Facebook shared um, that 
you know, your mayoral candidate slip. And then she texted me and she was like, I wish I lived in Minneapolis. She works here. You know, she's like, I wish I lived. So you've got people I got as a lot far people. out as Blaine, Minnesota, no, I, I, I've had, <laughs> who want to vote for you. I tell you what, I've had so many people all the way into De- De- Chicago and Detroit mm-hmm. say, I wish I could come vote for you. Yeah, I'm excited about this. And I think that um, once, like, the small business owners and people in other parts of the city, South Minneapolis, North Minneapolis, you know, especially, like, you know, the people... We've talked a lot about downtown, um, which is, of course, going to be still a core part of of who you are and what it's about. So you care about all of Minneapolis. I do, but the reason I care so much about downtown, and and I want to explain this, downtown Minneapolis is the heartbeat of our city. Whatever starts and happens in downtown will spread throughout the city of Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. So if you have a bad downtown, it's going to spread. Right. And and, and the, my biggest concern is our downtown's not very big. It's right. a pretty small. I mean, it's pretty much 15 blocks long by like five streets wide. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. Yeah. That's our tourist area or entertainment district. Why can't we just make that that small area? We can't make that work. Like we can't make that work. Like, if we can't make that work, how do we make anything else work? Right. So I get your point. I think that probably the small business owners, because this is what I've heard from many, many small business owners, um, and I would love to have you guys call in, too, in the future, um, is that it's it's nearly impossible for them to do business in Minneapolis. Oh, it's getting worse by the day. And so I know that you've got plans to help them. Um, and, and I know that like, you know, you want fixing downtown is, is vital, but I know that you've got lots of ideas and plans for everyone hurting, well, if, including if we those small businesses. Uh, and listen, the, the, my main things right now, crime isn't the top of one of the top of my list, but another thing that's really on top of my list is integration. We are ranked dead last for integration in America. Most people don't, don't realize that people in Minneapolis will argue that. This Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Journal, which has a business journal in much, lots of cities all over the country, mm-hmm. they rank Minneapolis dead last. And they rank it by home ownership, income, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and educa- education. Okay. We rank dead last in our black community. That's so our black sad. community has a, over a 50% high school dropout rate mm-hmm. where we have 19 Fortune 500 companies based in the city of Minneapolis that you have to have a college degree to get a job at. Right. So right there, you're separate. You're taking our black community and separating them from any kind of success. Mm-hmm. And and the city loves doing it because they, they that to keep the black community down, they get federal, state, and county funding. I and see. they love that funding. Remember who the number one employer in the city of Minneapolis is? The city of Minneapolis. The city of Minneapolis. Right. Yeah, so they have to that, keep yeah. that machine rolling and they have to mm-hmm. keep paying those people. But they're not helping anybody. Right. They're just paying their, their own stuff. And then you have, now we have another problem. We have all these politicians that have a self-serving agenda. And their agenda is to be on the national democratic stage. Their, their agenda is not to help the city of Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Their agenda is to get on the national democratic stage. Just like this new thing, the banning of menthol cigarettes. Are you kidding me? You got kids smoking pot on every corner and you're banning menthol cigarettes? Yeah. Like, really? Like, what's that yeah. going to do? What, like, what's behind that? What is behind that? I'll tell you, it's, it's all political. Right. So we're going to continue. Obviously, I mean, this show will go on um, throughout this whole entire um, candidacy. And this will be a time for people to really connect with Nick, which 
it, it's going to be illuminating, I believe, for many people because I and I, like the one hater thing I saw about you was like, you're not going to get elected because of the way you look. Right. I get that. Blah, every blah, day. Blah, blah, blah. But I think that that through this process and through people getting to know you through this show, it is going to be very illuminating for them to see. Look, the people the, who look the part the most are doing the worst job. Right. And I, I think it is kind of refreshing <laughs> really. to have somebody who looks like you represent I mean, us. Betsy Hodges really looks like a mayor. Mm-hmm. And she's ranked the worst, one of the worst mayors in American history. Yeah. And so, but one of the things that I was thinking we could do to h- sort of help you for those people is I could put like a fat suit on you. We could put a short tie and <laughs> you know, business suit. We could do that. I could be, then, I could be Rob like, Ford from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could go around and like, you'd have a puggle or something on a leash. Poor and then, Rob Ford. He, he died, you know. Well, that's what happens when your ties are too short. Yeah, he died. Yeah, that's I actually rest like, in peace, I thought he was a Mr. Ford. Nice guy. Well, all right. So, so we're coming close to a break, but I, I just wanted again to say congratulations. I'm I not really it. mad. I mean, I, I just thought that you were hiding something. I was. I w- if, listen, if I, if I was going to tell anybody, I would have told you. Okay. Well, I mean. I didn't even tell Nancy. What? You didn't even tell Nancy? No. She <sighs> found out the same way you did. All right. Well, well, that <laughs> makes me feel slightly better. But I wish Nancy. Did, you know was what? she mad at you ever? Was no. She like, or well, was she. she like, you know, Honey, why she's did always you mad tell at me? me? <laughs> I would be too if I were. And, I, and I, yeah. I, I sincerely didn't make the decision until I was literally in the office. That's kind of cool too. All right. Well, we will be back with more of this and we've got a packed show for you. So stay tuned for all of Minneapolis 911.com. Forty years ago, owner Gene Dubois and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars. Matchbox cars. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. Yeah, this one is perfect. And 40 years later, they're still discussing cars. Only now, the cars have grown a little. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. See? This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. And this one? Yeah, that one's perfect. How about this one? Fact is, anyone can sell cars, but to sell quality, inspected cars, you have to know what a quality, dependable car looks like. And when you've got Gene and his team and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no-hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked, quality, mechanically-fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com. Wow, Betty, your remodel looks great. The dining room floor, the gorgeous plush carpet in the living room. Oh, and those kitchen counters are so perfect. I'm so jealous. I want this in my house. Linda, you can. It's easy. I just called Cap Carpet and Flooring and got a free in-home estimate. Then took my ideas to the showroom and Cap's excellent design staff went to work, helping me pick out the perfect style, fabrics, and colors. They really made my ideas come to life. At Cap Carpet and Flooring, we listen to your ideas. And from design concept to Cap's professional installation, Cap makes it easy for your design vision to come to life. Whether it's a remodel or a new home design, Cap helps our customers find the best 
products for their lifestyle. Hey, Linda, where are you off to? Oh, I'm off to Cap Flooring and Carpet. I got great ideas for my guest room. Hey, wait for me. Cap Carpet and Flooring in New Brighton. Stop in or call for an appointment today. 651-636-2617. 651-636-2617. Cap Carpet and Flooring, where design becomes you. We're back, Minneapolis101.com. I'm Ellen Nick with my co-host, Tesley Wright. I am here and no longer angry after I, that. I almost wasn't here. You almost <laughs> were. <laughs> I thought we switched the show our nights to Mondays. We were like, we were sitting here, it was 7.58, and then... And I'm always early. Yeah, Robert was like, this is not like him. What is going on? And then I was like, oh, no, someone assassinated. I mean, I'm always here an hour early. You're here quite early. I know. And I use I, an hour. Do you know the bar downstairs, uh, the Acadia, where we love their fish tacos and we love all the staff there? When I was walking through looking for you, because sometimes you hang out and talk to them before the show, they were like, we haven't seen Ellie Nick in a long time, and they were like worried about you, so it concerned me also. Well, because last week I did Monday, mm-hmm. and then this week I thought we were doing Monday again. Well, you after the show should go down and say hi to them because yeah. they were pretty. They they looked like babies that lost their mama. They're like we haven't seen them for a long time. Hmm. So this weekend I went to. Uh, Oh, Jordan, was... Minnesota, to search for things. I went to Jordan. <laughs> I love going there. Just kidding. Um, I went to Jordan yesterday. You did? Okay. Or no, Friday, Friday. I know you do well. No, now. I did. I did. She did. Uh, I did Tom Bernard show live from Sport Wheels. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So, what else did you do? Um, today I went to, uh, or yesterday, I went to some big car show somewhere, motorcycle show somewhere far away. Hmm. That sounds specific and shady. I don't know what the um, name of the town was. So you were telling me though, like, sorry about getting you off the weekend, but did you say that you <laughs> you designed the new bar at seven? I designed and built the new bar at and seven. like with your own two hands. My own two hands. What on earth? This seems like a really weird side of you that I didn't know existed. So do you wear like workman's gloves? Do you no. wear do a, do you wear a hard hat? Do you use no. tools? Yes. If so, what kind of tools? So what I they came to me and they said, What do you think would be a cool bar? Like how would we build a cool bar? And they wanted to get rid of I it. Would they just had be that like, glowing onyx and they wanted to get rid of it. What a fountain of pure vodka so coming out I that I can I, drink. I had an idea of I, I wanted to do 17,000 chrome ball bearings over top of brass mm-hmm. with a hole drilled in between every single ball and light shining up. Cool. So they said, we love the idea, but we don't know if we want to do chrome. Can Do we have any options? I said, well, yeah, I can do any color you want because I can get those bearings in glass, mm-hmm. you know, mar- marbles pretty much. So... Uh, they like said marbles that you play games with? Kind marbles? of, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So so I got these chrome ones and black ones, and I mixed them all together. Mm-hmm. So they said, all right, we love the idea, but we can't find anybody that would do that job. Oh. <laughs> could you, could, you, could you actually do it? So I said, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> so what I did was I the, built, they built the whole bar out, and they put lighting okay. in the bottom, and then they spaced out three-quarter inch, and mm-hmm. then they, I laid pegboard. Okay. And I put little... 
I drilled into the bottom of the, the bar and I just put what tag. caliber of drill? I'm trying to. Uh, it was a that was a nine sixteenths drill bit. And okay. I used 916 wooden dowels to hold up the pegboard. And I had fluorescent lights underneath there. So not one peg, not one of the, the little pegs sticking up mm-hmm. block any holes in the pegboard. Mm. So then I, after I got all the pegboard in, I brass foiled, sprayed, spray glued the whole mm-hmm. pegboard. And I brass foiled it all with brass foil. Then I punched out 18. What does that mean? Like aluminum foil, but it's, but it's brass? brass? Correct. Okay. Then I punched out 18,200 holes with a punch. You did? Yes. By yourself? I actually got two 10th uh, graders to come help me <laughs> not punch out the holes. So after I punched Where out... Where did you find them? Uh, like, uh, you just went to a school? No, and it's, like... it's some lady I know as kids. So after okay. after I punched... They didn't punch out any holes. Okay. But after I punched out all the holes, I had a glue of three-quarter-inch marble between every single hole with a drop of super glue. Wow. So I, that sounds like it an came, intensive it came arts to and crafts. Seven, it came to 17,600 marbles. Where did you get all these I got marbles? the marbles from Moon Marble in Kansas. Oh. And they are Moon the biggest, they are the like, biggest yeah. marble manufacturer it, there is. I thought, is that like one of their larger orders? There is the picture of the bar. Wow. We're going to have to put that up on the web. That looks really cool. And here is a picture of... Jason DeRussia from WCCO first. He I know Jason. He walked in sure. the door and he posted that on oh, Twitter. Oh, he did. Yeah, what LA Nick. LA tweet. Nick official put down 14. He messed the number though. He said 14,000 marbles at the new seven bar, but it's 17,000 marbles. You better fix that, Jason DeRussia. Oh, we already sent him a correction. Trust me. <laughs> at Jason DeRussia. Did you learn there, math? There's, there's a, a side shot of the. That looks beautiful. It looks like. And so then after I, I got all the glass done, I mean, mm-hmm. all the marbles done, I put the, the thickest possible glass you can buy, which is three-quarter-inch glass. Mm-hmm. And it's polished, green-edge glass, and it's beautiful. Nice. I can't yeah. wait to see it. Yeah, it looks really nice. So you designed and built it, which is another side of you again. And then I did the sides, the sides of the bar. I did this textured aluminum, mm-hmm. uh, gold textured aluminum with these big brass buttons Whoa. to match the brass and the aluminum inside the bar. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't know if like someday after your mayor, you're gonna do some sort of home improvement show. I could see that in your like after mayor Arl. I'm gonna redo future. city city hall needs to be redone <laughs> desperately. It's gonna be just like lug nuts everywhere. Well, that place is a wreck. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's pretty run down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, are you gonna they, put they, they're, they're very aluminum limited, foil all over no, the walls? They're, they're very limited because it's a historic building. So oh. There's not a lot. You know, they have all the new clock faces now though. Oh, are they happy faces? Do you know that? Faces? You know that's the the biggest four sided clock next to Big Ben in the world. It it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. People well, I knew they were doing work on it. It's I finished. The work's know. finished. Yeah. They did it. They they did it pretty quick. I was uh-huh. amazed how quick they did it. But that clock is a, is a massive, beautiful piece. Mm-hmm. It is really pretty. And yeah. Even though City Hall is kind of foreboding, kind of like scary looking. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of people are intimidated by it. It's not yeah. very warm and. Yeah, well, it's not like, you know, grandma's house where you go get some cookies. And no, milk. it's kind of like, you if know. If you go there, it, you're it, going it, there it, for it, not It's almost reason. prisonous, like a prison. Yes, it is. You're right. right? And like the small, small, like slit windows everywhere. It's kind of like then, a prison. Yeah. It, it has a moat around it. <laughs> moat. It has that 20-foot moat all yeah. the way around. So you can't climb in any windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does feel a little like like a fortress. But, it, but you have to remember what, what time it was built. 
mm-hmm. to me. It's just like a long time ago. It, I don't know the year. It was built when things were fortresses. Mm. And just to, to think about how much stone is there and where that stone came from. Yeah. It didn't come from around here. And a lot of it's granite, correct? A lot of it was built by slaves. Ooh, we don't like to talk about that or Lake Calhoun. Um, so, listen, you have a Minneapolis fact of the week, but it might be a repeat. Oh, what's a repeat? It's a, you think it is. I know I don't it is. Think I, it I is. know I did this fact already. I don't know. So there was a city council. What was his name? I forgot it already. Yeah, me too. Anyway, there was a candidate indicted by a grand jury because he was giving out Twinkies. And it's actually called the Twinkie Law in Minnesota. Right. This okay. guy was giving out Twinkies for people to vote for him in line. So when people were in line to w- getting ready to vote, he was handing out Twinkies. And he actually got indicted for it. Yes, yeah, so a grand jury indicted. Okay, I'll read this. This was from the New it's York Times. It's called the Twinkie Times. Law. The Twinkie Law. It's true. It's, it's in the books, And man. I think that like even if this is a re- repeat of Minneapolis fact, and could we do our That's a Fact maybe? I'll tell you what. I'm going to sit out there. And say free free marijuana joints. <laughs> you'll <laughs> have I'll be first in line. You'll have everybody in the city coming voting. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. So the New York Times, this is published June fifth, nineteen eighty six. So I was four years old. It says Minneapolis candidate freed of Twinkie charge. Charges were dismissed today against a 71-year-old city council candidate who had been accused of handing out $31 worth of Twinkies, Ho-Hos, and coffee to elderly voters. George Belair was indicted by a grand jury May 21st for violating a 1893 law prohibiting candidates from providing any meat. (laughs) But what kind of meat is the question? Drink or other entertainment or provisions in order to gain votes. The charge carried seven hundred dollar fine and ninety days in jail. But but he wasn't charged. He though, wasn't right? charged. But did he win? Um. Let's see. So they wanted to dismiss it. Blah blah blah. No, it doesn't say if he won or not. So well, I don't know. That's dumb. But he felt tremendous. He said after they freed him from the charges. But they don't say if he went if he won, huh? I want to know why they can't give out meat. You well, know, you know, I want so, nice big beef. So jerky I was, stick. I was, I was in Dayton, Minnesota today. You were? Yeah, yeah. I was in Dayton, Minnesota, and I was actually in the Dayton, the Dayton Bar and Grill, hmm. and they were having a meat raffle. Now uh-huh. I have never experienced a meat raffle before. This is my first time. Well, you've been in Minnesota long <laughs> enough, eh? But I've never seen a meat raffle. They don't have them downtown. They have them in Minneapolis, though, trust me. But not downtown. <laughs> oh, they will when you're mayor. <laughs> I know. I'm going to start them. <laughs> but l- 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 I have to figure this out. So you're not allowed to have raffles. Raffles are, are gambling. Not if it's meat. Oh, I don't understand it. Okay, so here's what. So I sat there and watched this process. Mm-hmm. This guy brought out seven plates with numbers on them folded, right? <laughs> and he had this big table of meat, and he had a wheel, and he went What around, kind of meat? Really big steaks, T-bones, mm-hmm. big, I mean massive. They were ma- so big steaks. So it was steaks, like a butcher shop Like Like 60-ounce stuff, man. What? Big stuff, big okay. stuff. So he, he would go around with these plates of numbers, mm-hmm. and he'd say, how many numbers you want to buy? 
So when he came up to me, I said, I'll buy, I'll buy five numbers. So he bought, I said, they, and he goes, he has like seven, you can see all the plates sitting there. Mm-hmm. So he, he sells all the tickets. There's 30 numbers on a, on the, on a plate. Mm-hmm. Then he goes back and he spins the wheel. Okay. And he yells, number 11. The guy comes up. So and gets it's his, sort of like bingo. Right. No but way. so, so, yeah. so he sold 30 numbers uh-huh. for a dollar a piece. One person wins. So uh-huh. they got this big 60 ounce bone in filet. Uh-huh. So he sold that bone in filet for $30. Right. Right? Right. So he did that seven times. Uh-huh. So seven times he sold a piece of meat for $30. Right. So he's really making a lot of money. Yeah, depending on who his butcher is. Well, I mean, uh, no piece of uh, that steak doesn't cost anywhere near $30. So so how is that legal? I don't know. Cuz raffles I mean, are raffles are illegal. I, no, I mean they obviously can't for anything be else if they're for meat. Yeah, so but why just meat? Because it's protein, it's sustenance. I gotta do some homework on this. I, I want to find out why, because I know raffle is illegal for anything else but meat. You why? know what? Here's what my problem is. Then what are we doing for the vegetarians? No I raffles for them. I don't. I no have raffles for you vegans. No nothing for you. Go out there and build a garden. Damn it. So City Hall was built in 1888, by the way. Okay. Well, um, I think we're going to go into digress with Hess. We haven't done this in a while because I've been off my game, and I'm back on it. So um, here's my digress with Hess for this week. All right? I wanted to get angry and talk about how the medical community treats women after age 35. I am 36, as I've repeated a lot, and you thought that I was pregnant like a couple months ago. I'm not pregnant, it ended up being not true. But I learned that um, if you're after 35, the medical community calls a pregnancy, even in a healthy 35-year-old, perfect blood pressure, perfect everything, they call it a geriatric pregnancy. We all know what geriatric means. It means old person in a diaper. And so I want to know, like, are they doing this to men after age 35? If a guy goes in for his annual exam and he's 35 years old and in good health, do they say to him, oh, time for your geriatric prostate exam, time to use three fingers instead of one or two? Like, I don't know if this is being associated with anyone else but women, but they attack us, the medical community, for weight and age in ways that they don't do for our male population. I have a problem with that. Number one, because I am of sound weight. I am a very healthy 36 year old woman who ovulates normally. And I don't want, if I were to be pregnant, I don't want any term like geriatric tied to me in any way, shape or form. So if they continue to do that, I'm going to go on my own campaign stating that anyone should also be targeted for weight, for their smoking, for their drinking habits, for their gender and race. Like a Chinese woman being pregnant. She's having an Asian pregnancy. And they're gonna have to label it all over her charts. Because how is it fair if I'm healthy and naturally getting pregnant and ovulating normally that I be called geriatric digress with Hess? What do you have to say about that? You know, the, the, even if, if if a man, say, you're dating a 70-year-old. <laughs> he, he, Let's just say I've tried and they've all turned me down. But they, they, they wouldn't be called geriatric. 
Just you. Just me. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I know. True. Why is that? I mean, women, would, women's bodies are different. Yeah, except wouldn't you agree that like that? Okay, take it like this. Like, what if a what if an unhealthy 20, 30, 23 year old came in? She has got bad blood pressure. She's got Heroin type addicts. two diabetes. She smokes. Heroin addict. And then I walk in. Heroin addict. And whatever the case. And then I walk in and I'm like, I think I'm of a good weight. Yeah. Don't you? Like, I'm, I look healthy. You I've look got funny. good blood pressure, good heart rate. Everything is healthy about me. Why am I labeled? Got to talk to the medical community about that. Well, it's going to happen when you're mayor because then I'm going to have some leverage. All right. We'll be back in a minute. Minneapolis 91. Look down the street. It's a car. It's it's a truck. No, it's Super Shuttle. Super Shuttle, the blue and yellow vans that pick you up from your office or home. Super Shuttle to the airport, corporate office, or a night on the town. Super Shuttle picks you up and takes you there. No more hassling with luggage or airport parking. Eliminate the expense of taxis, the traffic jam, or that creepy guy on the bus. Call Super Shuttle today. 1-800-BLUE-VAN. That's 1-800-BLUE-VAN. Super Shuttle will pick you up and take you there. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution. Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. This is Bob Sansevier, and I would like to invite all Minneapolis 911 listeners to also listen to The BS Show. We have new shows every Monday through Friday. We offer a great lineup of guests as well as entertainment, information, and a lot of fun. You can check out The BS Show on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, or at our website at thebsshow.net. Tired of the big box store? Hello? Is anybody out there? Had it with mom and pop hardware stores? OMG, it was just here last week. Want something just right? That's Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store. At Buyswingers, we have it all. Power equipment, outdoor living, hardware, a place where neighbors help neighbors complete that backyard renovation, paint your home, or just let you know what food that cardinal in your tree wants for supper. Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store with more. 35 West North to County Road 96, exit 28A in New Brighton. We're back, Minneapolis91.com. You know, uh, Bruce Felix does all our music on this show, and they have, a, they have a brand new video out, and it's awesome. You can check it out. Google it. Yeah, Google it. It's, it's a great video. So I wanted to remind everyone, too, our 612 food uh, critic, Chef Alex D., will be back to start his new segment uh, next week. It's I'm about super time. excited about that. I had, you know what, since, since he was on the first time, it's about um, <laughs> it is about time. It's been what, like three months? It's been like four years. Um, I did go to McKinney Row because he had said such good things no, about I it. I said. You did, and then he also did. I and said it was I the thought, best burger I had. Well, I went there and I had delicious salmon. It was so good. So I I would also recommend McKinney Row. Yeah, they got good food. Mm-hmm. And really cool ambiance. Uh, so I liked it. I mean, it's no it, marble bar. It can be too bright at times, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, and I liked how upstairs they had all the wine racks. 
You know, that looked kind of cool. Well, you know, that was that was a, one of the most expensive build-outs that I know of in the city. And, well, I bet they get a lot of their business from Wells Fargo, though, because they're connected, well, you know. They're actually they get a lot of business from the stadium. Oh, and that too, yeah. I oh, you know what? I saw though that they were trying to sell these VIP packages for uh, like people who go to football games. They were ridiculously expensive, and it, the whole point of it was like you could go there three hours before and three hours after the game and eat and drink whatever you wanted, unlimited. Oh, right? that's to be unlimited. It was more like a thousand something, yeah, but I can see that. But we were think okay, so I think that the point is, though, that they want them to go there three hours early and then just stay there and, like, watch the game. How's there. the NFL? That's another thing I want to know. How? So I want to know how meat raffles are legal. Like, what's the <laughs> loophole there? And who cares and, and, about the vegetarians? And I want to know how is the NFL a nonprofit organization? You're, are you kidding me? No, they're nonprofit, man. <laughs> what? Yeah. I did not know yeah, that. They pay, How is they that pay possible? Zero federal income tax or state income tax. What? The players pay income tax. On the, what grounds is the NFL nonprofit? I have no idea. They're the, they're the only sports thing that's nonprofit. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, they're nonprofit. That man. seems really bizarre. They are a nonprofit organization. But yet the CEO makes like two hundred million dollars a year. I bet I bet the NFL started with meat raffles and then they got to where they be, are right I now. I think it might be connected. But you know, NFL is in a little bit of, of an issue with these concussions now because a lot of kids' parents aren't letting them play football. Mm-hmm. So eventually and possibly in your lifetime, they could run out of people that We'll play football. Not my lifetime. I'm already geriatric. That's true. So what do you, mean, got? you have like 300 months left to live. I probably no, have like no, you know what? a year you know or two. What? I have 290. You're at four. You're at like 430. Mm, I not even. I'm yeah. A, no, I'm a I'm a geriatric. If everything goes well <laughs> and you don't have any issues, uh-huh. you have about 430 months left to live. Yeah. That's 35 years. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I could You'll see be me being. Yeah, I could see me being dead by then. Yeah. And everyone being like, all that marijuana Thank use. God. All that pot use. She finally kicked the bucket, and she's not all bothering that, us. All that pot use. You yeah, do. I know that's gonna cut me down a month or two. <laughs> it's gonna cut you down like five years. You know, we've talked about this before. I am not a pothead. I well uh, now support. I mean, pretty much marijuana is legal in the city of Minneapolis, so let's start yeah. taxing it. Yeah. I mean, it's it. People smoke it on every corner. I I can't walk in any street without somebody smoking pot. I always so give my why, dealer a little extra so for why taxes. It, why isn't the city making money on it? They should. I mean, they should be smart, like Oregon, and start I mean, regulating. Small, we're not. It. We're not. We're not enforcing the law could, anyway. So yeah. let's just make money from it. And then I agree with you. Like there should be laws uh, similar to DWIs if you're caught under the influence. And I'll tell you what, you can stand on every corner and watch cars pull up smoking weed. That's that's driving under the influence. I agree with that completely. And pot is really strong today. It's strong. Today or like all the time these days. These days. It's strong. Um I I wouldn't know. Why well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> So, um, so we do have our Minneapolis calls coming up. Did you have any that were marijuana related? You know, you what? never I don't, do. I don't, I don't know what this week's calls are. I do. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. There's the Hennepin Avenue shooting. Well, that's every day. Um, <laughs> so we'll just. There's a, Hennepin, there's a Hennepin Avenue shooting downtown every day. Minneapolis now, 
literally every like literally every couple days. Like so it never stops. That's a regular segment. Last much. Saturday we had three people shot between fifth and seventh and sixth. That's really sad. Are they? Did they survive? Do you know? Yeah, one was shot in the stomach, one shot in the arm, one shot in the hand. Okay. But that was all like different times. Like it, it was in an hour. Okay. Um, clip two, we have a robbery. Well, that happens every second. Clip three, we have an explosion. Well, that doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. No. So, what um, kind of explosion? I don't know. It just says explosion. Oh, we're going to listen so. to him right now, I guess. Let's listen Our to him. Our giving me you know what? all these crazy hand let's, gestures and pointing Let's shake stuff. things up a little bit. Let's listen to him right now.
109, you see people floating around inside the 5th Street to 4th Street area. I had to been start trying to get them out of here. Spike 1735, whoever's got a suspect, uh, can you check him for injuries? 130, I'll check him. 156, we need someone with tape to tape off the 90 block by the precinct, please. On their way. Squad 109. 6112. Off duty 6112. Can you start me rescue an ambulance for one with a possible head injury from a fight? Copy your code 4. So this this never stops. It just never stops. That lot next to the gate ninety is I now that we've done this show, I feel like every show has but, something but in that what? lot. I hate to say it, I've met the lady who owns that lot and she's a really, really, really nice lady. Oh, really? Yeah, she oh. really is. She's really sweetheart. What's her name? I don't know her name, but I've met her at multiple city council meetings, mm-hmm. and she's a real sweetheart, and she gets a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. But she, she does all she can. I mean, she has cameras in the lot. She, I mean, what can, what's yeah, she going to do? Yeah, what can you do? I mean, it's not the lot's fault, but here, I remember but being— But the, the city blames the lots. Do they? Yeah, and she's a really nice lady, and she, she hates it. Is she shorter in stature? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Okay, I think I know who you're talking yeah. about. Um, so here's the thing, like definitely not the lot's fault. I remember being able to go to the gay nineties with my friends and have girl nights, you know, and go see the drag shows. Oh yeah, that's and done. go to the disco room. They got rid of and, all the good drag you know, shows like, anyway. Uh like everything was so fun. Like we would go to the nineties and just have a blast, you know, going from room because they had all the different themed rooms and that you just dance and then see, Leave like feeling like so elated. Go find your car somewhere. Go home safely. And that's my memory of of the gay nineties. That lot, like all of that, is now danger zone. Well, you you want to why why gay nineties? Well, this is this is the situation, and people people don't understand what's going on. This culture, this this type of this criminal culture, this gangster culture, mm-hmm. has now been glorified. And now it's being romanticized. So you talk to these kids. They're like, oh, I talk to these kids. They go, uh, if, I don't, if I don't shoot somebody, I get shot. If I don't, get, if I don't get shot or get arrested, then I can't get a girl. What? Yes, that's, that, that's their mindset. I swear, that's their mindset. They really, truly believe they can't get a good woman, a girlfriend, unless they, they're involved in this. A good woman? That sounds... <laughs> Well, that's what they think. <laughs> really they, they, they go, I can't get, they can't get a hottie if they don't get oh. shot or shoot somebody. So these women apparently want a man who's behind bars and who will struggle with moral you know and addiction think, issues I, for the rest of his life. Well, it's, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a, multi-cult, a multi-generation thing that, you know, a lot of the, their dads are in jail for the same thing. Mm-hmm. So now we're going on like our third or fourth generation of the same activity, and they now they're they're literally romanticizing this. It's being romanticized. It it's truly really is. Sad. Once you romanticize something, you tear a hole so big in the fabric that I don't know how you're going to sew it back up. It's it's going to be hard to fix. You mm-hmm. have to do it one kid at a time. But these kids truly believe it. Like right. they're they're taught this. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I was just thinking, would it make sense to, like, post more police officers there always? No, no, like, listen, no it doesn't. Listen, it doesn't. It, do- it they, just they moves sh- it they, over? No, they shoot right in front of the cops. 
<laughs> that shooting was on Fist, the Fifth Street Light Rail Station. Those five cops right there. The guy shot 52 rounds. Oh, my gosh. And, he, you know, he had like 90 arrests and never been convicted. So how all these people do all oh. just and I saw the other day I forget I'm not going to quote a number because I forget what it was how many outstanding warrants are in Minneapolis the number was just astronomical really astronomical so they used to do warrant sweeps mm-hmm. so they used to go through all the people with felony warrants and go get them mm-hmm. well they've let that go because that number's through the roof felony warrants. There's so many people with felony warrants. It's inc- it's just insane. Is it because the jails are full? No, it's no. all. It's it's because if nobody gets arrested. Oh, you're still talking about them cooking the books. There's no crime rate. I see. So the city May, Mayor Hodges keeps saying our crime rate's dropping. But really, of we're course just not it's dropping. Convicting. It's dropping mm-hmm. because nobody's getting arrested. Right. So uh, our next for anything clip. for anything. Yeah. Should we go to our next clip? I think our next clip's another... like one second long. Okay. It's a really quick robbery. 210 able and 212. 210 able. 212. Both able cars for a robbery of person. A caller was assaulted and lost his phone. Two, or correction, five black male suspects were last seen southbound at 15th Avenue. Caller is at 7th Street and 14th Southeast. So this is a call that I hear like literally five times a day. Five black males robbing somebody of their cell phone. And I just don't get why it just never stops what is the like are they just trying to resell or yeah they put them on there's a craigslist or no whatever. there's a company called antelope and they, they you put it in a bag and you mail it to them and they send you 79 dollars what that's so, so people sad. people okay. get fractured skulls and broken jaws for, for 79 dollars antelope is their tagline not the animal i don't know Okay, well, that sounds like a really weird name for like. But I think what they're it, doing. those those companies should be not legal in the. Yeah, no kidding. I agree. Okay, so third clip we hear we have an explosion. I don't know. Yeah. No, this Let's is listen. new to me. Information for Fourth Precinct Sergeant to acknowledge an explosion impending 2715 21st Avenue North. Heard from the area of 2018 Vincent. 4402 copy. At 2047. 432 able, copy your amount to the explosion, 2715 21st Avenue North. Callers reporting that they saw possibly a propane tank flying into the air. Uh, would you like the squad to back? 432, I can advise. Copy 432, will advise. Squad 40 we're arriving on the explosion. Copy 840, arriving on the explosion. Squad 432 and 840 code 4, 2055. But you don't hear that call every day. <laughs> no. I was thinking, like, not only does Red Bull give you wings, propane tanks Did flying you, through I, the air. Have you ever seen a hot water tank explode? No. A hot water tank down in somebody's basement will go through all two floors and not the roof. What? Yeah, like a spaceship. Wow. I've, seen, I've actually seen it happen. You, you know what? If you There's video on YouTube. Okay. I'll hot water heater blows through the roof. In California, yet they have to—it's by law—they have to be strapped to the cement floor because of earthquakes. If the hot water heater decides to blow, man, they take off like a rocket ship. Jeez! Oh yeah, yeah there's lots of YouTube's on this. Yeah, they'll burst right through a roof. Ugh. They'll go 100, 150 feet in the air. Wow, that is scary. Yeah. So I had another question for you, um, no related to your mayoral campaign. Um, because you had handed me this nice, shiny brochure, um, 
a very handsome man on the front named Jacob Fry. <laughs> and it says, a fresh start for Minneapolis on the front, and then open for Jake, Jacob's plan for a fresh start. So I think he's going door-to-door -door with these... Uh, no, they're mailed. They're being they're mailed. mailed. Okay. Yeah. Um, we actually got two of them in our mailbox today. One for you, one for Nance. Yeah. Nan I, Nancy's went right in just, the trash. Just, uh, like, not because of who you, who you are or anything, but just looking at it, I... I would anybody like read that? Of, no, it's a lot of information, small font. Um, and I don't think that I, I know personally, and this has gone back, you know, ever since mail started for me. I've always thrown these things away. I throw all junk mail right in the so trash. So it sounds like a waste of money. My question to you is like outside of the show, the, the what you're doing with Tom Bernard and, and kind of getting, you know, I mean, City Pages is, you know, on and off okay with you but they've been they've been posting about you um they're, they're mean to me how also. they're mean <laughs> yeah and i wanted them to put us on my comedy show on like their top comedy free free shows in minneapolis they still haven't done it i don't know why my comedy show at the vfw that has nothing to do with you but you why know. won't they do it i don't know i don't know they hate me um, so anyway, my question was like, what other things are you going to be like? You're not, you're obviously not doing mailings, but are you going to, how are you going to reach to the like South um, Minneapolis people? I, I'm and... not doing mailings. I'm mm -hmm. doing a lot of events. Okay. Um, I have a bunch of events planned. I'm also doing a lot of social media. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually going to do door knocking. Are you? Yeah, vir no, but virtual door knocking. Ooh, Facebook live. Door knocking. I'm going to actually knock on the door okay. and, and and people are going to open the door, and I'm going to do it virtually. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. All right. This yeah. sounds cool. Yeah, it is. These little kids are going to run away scared because they mm -hmm. see me. Yep. <laughs> are you going to be in full-on L.A. Nick, like, well, attire? I don't have anything else but my Are attire. you going to do your man man eyes, man makeups? I'm just going to be me. You're so it just depends on the day. Because, like, today you're not wearing well, so your I was in eyeliner. Bed. Yeah, today you, but you still look the same. I mean, it's not like it's a huge difference. I mean, I was in bed when you guys called me. Are you coming in? Yeah, well, we were worried about you, and so I was the thought, Acadia. I thought we were changed to Mondays. Yeah, well, you were wrong. So I am going to do, uh, and I, I do have uh, uh, lawn signs coming mm -hmm. on their way Okay. from California. Are they going to say picnic? They're going to say picnic. Okay. I'll put one in my, in my yard. Yeah, they're sure. going to say picnic. Okay. And uh, I am... I'm I'm excited for a couple of big events. I'm uh, hosting a thing called Moto Soda. Um, okay. It's no, October eighth, mm -hmm. and uh, I'll have a big banner there, picnic from there. Okay. And uh, then I'm doing uh, Halloween. Uh, between then, I'm I'm doing a bunch of condominiums. Okay. Speaking at condos, like the whole building. During Halloween. No, no, but I'm doing a Halloween thing too. Like okay, but that sounds like between your alley. now and then, mm -hmm. I'm doing all events at condos. Okay. Big, at buildings, like That's in their a party good idea. room. Okay. Know, so I'll be talking to the whole building mm -hmm. and uh, talking about what their concerns are, right. what their issues are. And uh, I want to talk to people about property taxes because property taxes are going to go up in the city drastically. They mm -hmm. really are. Tame Paul is saying they're going up 23%. You I, almost I, said dramatically. I, you I married did. some words. I yeah. like it. Dramatically but, but, and drastically. Yeah, we're going to go up. We're gonna, and people, even if you don't own property, it still affects you because if you rent... Mm -hmm. Your landlord's property taxes oh, are going to go gonna up. Affect, so yep, your rent's rent. going to go up. Yep. And rent's already too high. 
Well, let's, uh, we'll be back after this break, and uh, we're excited to talk about more. So stay with us. We're Minneapolis. I am Hesley Ray with Ellie Nick, and we are Minneapolis911.com. with Ricky Rocket. Ricky, you just finished your farewell tour. What's next for the Rocket? The answer is simply. What? Simply self-storage. They've got it all. Both traditional storage for my amps and equipment to climate control to help control extreme temperatures, dust and humidity for my famous guitars. And talk about safety and convenience. Computerized gate access, 24-hour camera surveillance, and on-site staffing. Simply self-storage. Visit them today at simplyss.com. Their boxes. Ooh, you got it, you got it? I got it. I don't got it. Our boxes. <sighs> Perfect. Have reinforced sides and moisture barrier. Simply self-storage. We sell boxes. Find us at simplyss.com. Find out how to get rest of month free. Simply self-storage. You definitely chose the right place. It's about higher standards. It's about lower prices. It's about time. A car dealer treats you the way you want to be treated. Welcome to Star Auto and Truck Sales in Ramsey, 7009 West Highway 10. At Star Auto and Truck Sales, it's about never having a dissatisfied customer. The star philosophy means taking care of you before and after the sale. Higher standards, lower prices, and value start at Star Auto and Truck Sales. Use keyword STAR on the station's website for more details or at StarAutoAndTruckSales.com. And we're back, Minneapolis91.com. I'm L.A. Nick with my co-host, Tessie Ray. Here we are. You know, I, was, I, I told you earlier I was in Dayton. Yes, today. you did. And I just showed you this picture, David Cook. Avenue. David Cook Avenue. Our friend David Cook. Yeah, and I did, um, like, I realized we were already friends on Facebook, and so, yeah, he does spell his last name K-O-C-H. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, was, he was a good guest to have in here. Oh, I love David. I uh, loved him, too. He seemed really credible. So Do you know what's going on with his situation? I, Has it moved I anywhere? I don't know. Okay. Well, I know we just lost our producer. We lost him. R.I.P. He had to go to the bathroom yeah. really badly, and he actually kind of frightened me. He's like, oh, "I'm gonna have to leave you guys when we go off this onto the bike because I'm afraid I'm gonna poop my pants." And it's a like, let's just be legit here. It's a really small studio. Yeah. If he pooped in his pants. Oh, we wouldn't be able to sit here. <laughs> we would be in big this trouble. This studio is like huge compared to our old studio, though. Oh, for sure. Can you imagine if he pooped his pants in there? That was like a <laughs> tiny closet. I would jump out the window. We, were <laughs> we would commit suicide. I would definitely I, jump out the window. <laughs> I like being in here alone without Robert. Like, what else could we say about him? Well, he's gone. Robert W. Morgan, he's been in the industry for a long time. He's a he's strange a, bird. He, he's a weirdo. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a good producer. He likes to keep things in control. We could talk track. about him. All, see, if he was here, we couldn't talk about him. No, because he'd get angry. He turns into the Incredible Hulk. He does. He's gotten mad at me before, and then later it was like it never happened. Yeah. And so I don't know what's up he with that. He only got mad at me once, and I told him that that's not going to work, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he confronted me once and was angry, and then I was like, "What's the problem?" I think he has anger transfer issues. Yeah, maybe I think he gets—he's mad at something else in life, mm -hmm. and he takes it out on other people. You know what I think it is? 
I think it's IBS. He's mad at his his bowels, and he take like that urgency takes it out on others. Yeah, like he didn't yell at us before he left to go to the bathroom. But have you ever have you ever had that yourself, where you're like gonna have diarrhea or something, and you know, like it's a it's a bad time. Oh yeah. Okay. Can can you tell me what your last experience was? I remember I was in a car with Nancy one time, and I'm like, you know, you understand? I gotta go back to him right this second, mm-hmm. like now. Yeah, like you're you're clenching. No, I, I, you have to pull over right this second. Yeah. And luckily, it was a hotel right there. Oh, so you just ran in and like I ran in the hotel. And you ran past the front desk and you're like, Where is your pool? No, I knew where it was. Did you where's the pool? She jumped in the pool and took a dump. (laughs) (laughs) Like five gallons of diarrhea. (laughs) Right in the kids' pool. They just pour some extra chlorine in there. Right in the kids' pool. Hey, speaking about that, Mm -hmm. this big millions of dollars saltwater pool. It's in North Side that the city spent all that money on. Yeah. Guess what? What? It's closed for severe bacterial contamination. Oh, <laughs> what a letdown. It's been closed all week. I wonder if like Robert the, had been there. Like the nicest week, the nicest week that the pool could have been opened, mm-hmm. that that couple million dollar saltwater pool was closed for severe severe bacterial contamination. Yeah, Robert definitely had been in there. So we are going to end on that note. Robert W. Morgan is back in the studio, so no one tell him what we said. Um, and we will see you next week, and we'll be doing our call-in show. So watch our social media yeah, profiles, and, and call in, uh, and say, let's do this. Find me on uh, on Tom Menard Podcast on Wednesdays and Fridays and at mayorofminneapolis.com. And as always, minneapolis911.com. Listen to all our past episodes, and you can find me at hesleyray.com. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week. This has been Minneapolis 911.com. You have been listening to Minneapolis 911 with L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray. Join us and download a new show every Wednesday at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network at Minneapolis911.com. For further information on today's and past shows, go to Minneapolis911.com. Minneapolis 911 post-production provided by Nancy Keene and Buko Latidon. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I'm Casey Moo. Thank you for listening to Minneapolis 911.